Greetings, fellow travelers. It is I, Ken, one of your hosts for the podcast, Avatar and the Sacred Text. Thank you for joining us today. Um, last week, on our very first episode, Sherry and I had a great conversation about episode one, The Boy in the Iceberg. And we took a look at the episode through the lens of change. All right, so today on our podcast, we are going to continue chatting about Avatar. And uh, yeah, just want to take a moment to say thanks for joining us today. And uh, if you like what you hear, like, subscribe, do all that fun stuff, and uh, consider following us along. All right, and now without further ado, let's jump into today's episode. Greetings, fellow travelers. It is I, Ken, and I am one of your hosts for Avatar and the Sacred Text, and we would like to welcome you to this week's episode. Hey, I'm Sherry. We're going to be discussing book one, episode two, The Avatar Returns, through the theme of courage. Woo! Very exciting. Very exciting. Uh, This is a great episode. It's one of three, actually, in this kind of little arc. Yeah, you can you can look at the first three episodes as one, but uh, we're going to stick with one for now. But in case you haven't watched the episode, uh, we're going to start with a recap. So. And I have it prepared. Awesome. Awesome. Okay. Awesome. Okay. Okay. I'm gonna, okay. Jerry, uh, t- take it away. Uh, so, and Katara get back from their... Fire Nation ship antics. Uh, the entire village is like, what the fuck, man? And Grand Grand uh, kicks Aang out. And then Katara tries to go with him, but everyone convinces her to stay with her family. So Aang flies to an iceberg near the town. And then he notices that the village is under siege by Zuko's ship. And Zuko crashes into the village, expecting to find a really, really old avatar. And uh, Sokka tries to fight him, um, but he sucks. And then yeah, Aang comes no back and offers himself as prisoners in exchange, as a prisoner exchange, uh, in exchange for not harming the village. And everyone's like, ah, he's the Avatar? And Aang goes with Zuko. And then Katara and Sokka go after Aang, having finally accepted their magical destiny. And then Grand Grand lets them go um, because she's in on it. And then Aang escapes and Appa finally flies and Katara and Sokka go to the ship and they rescue Aang. And then Aang goes into the Avatar state for the first time. That's and awesome. And Zuko's and Zuko's ship gets totally uh, destroyed. Excellent. Yeah, I don't. Uh, I don't really have anything else to add to that. That was a a great recap. Um, Thank you. Yeah, that was awesome. Oh. Um, just thinking about uh, Sokka, you know, sucking. Um, one of the things that uh, I wrote down is. Uh, or like a question that I have actually is I I think this might be Sokka's like first battle, right? Like he has all like, like he has all the, uh, like the toys, right. But he's never actually like used them before really, you know? And, and I think because he has like no, like, like male role models, right? Like if, if you look at the whole, the whole series, 
uh, he had to learn like everything um, until we get to the end. And by the time we get to the end of the series, he has kind of mastered all, all the various like fighting styles, right? But I think this might've been his like first, uh, first kick at the can, which is why he sucks so much. I mean, and who has more courage than Sokka? Yeah, no kidding. Oh, <laughs> and our theme this week is courage. So I took the liberty of finding a definition for us. Oh, yes. And that definition is uh, perseverance or strength in the face of pain or grief. Mm, I like that. I like the word perseverance. So where did you see courage in this episode, Ken? Uh, where did I see courage? Um, yeah, well, right off the bat, like Sokka staring down that ship, that, that I think was one of the most obvious ones. You know, like, I, I definitely would, would not be standing there with my little bone, bone club thing and like, I'm going to take this thing on all by myself, right? So yeah, that's, that's definitely, um, but I, yeah, another one that I saw, and I, I think it's not quite as obvious, but um, like the Katara and Sokka's little argument there when they come back from their their shenanigans, uh, where they where Katara's like, "Well, you guys are being dumb because I need to go. I'm gonna go with Aang," and Sokka is like, "Oh, you got you're gonna like turn your back on your whole family." I I think both of them kind of standing up for what they feel is right. I think that takes a lot of courage, especially kind of arguing against a very close family member, right? Yeah. Is it my turn? Yeah, go for it. Yeah. Okay, cool. Um, but yeah, I, did, I really didn't think about um, that conversation. I was kind of just going character by character and thinking like, oh, how were they courageous this episode? But uh, we have the same answer for Sokka. Um, for Aang, okay, recall that I know that this is a quote from the last episode, but it relates to this episode. Perfect. Where he says, if you want to be a bender, you have to let go of fear. And he says that to Katara, you know, where they're going the ship. Now, in this situation, do you think Aang is being courageous or that he's just trying to show off? <laughs> oh, that's a good question. Um, I don't I don't think he's trying to show off, right? Like Aang doesn't strike me as like the kind of showy offy guy like Sokka, right? Like, you know, Katara's like, I'm not the one who makes I would tend to disagree. Right? <laughs> yeah. Do you remember the Kyoshi Island episode? Oh yeah, where he's with the little thing. He's like, look at this. Yeah, and he's trying to impress all the girls and yeah, Katara. Yeah. Okay, this is a future episode, but yeah, I think he's definitely just trying to be like, wink. Wink, wink, yeah. Okay. Look yeah. How courageous I am. I'm a bender. Yeah. You've ah, you've changed my mind. For sure. Yeah. So <laughs> Yeah, he is um, a little bit but, Yeah. So, so, but I will say that while I feel that that situation, he was completely just being a fool. Um, yeah. I think that in this episode, he had the courage to, you know, own up to his mistakes um, and to be honest and to get into a really dangerous situation to save his friends. I mean, yeah. yeah. Imagine a 12 year old kid like going with some scary military guys on a ship yeah and being like i mean most 12 year olds probably don't have bending but um still 
So you're a 12 year old with like a machine gun going on a plane. Yeah. Going on a, going on a ship. Okay. Yeah. But yeah. still, like, you know, yeah, like, that's crazy. Yeah. That's yeah. That's one of the things that I, I, I wrote down too is like Aang sacrificing himself. Um, but I also, mm-hmm. I also wrote like, it's, like, although not really a sacrifice, like, I think Aang, like, fully knew what he was getting into. Right. right? Uh, and I, yeah, that's I very think, true. Yeah, I think he he had kind of, like, sized up uh, Zuko and is like, okay, so our, our skills are about the same, right? There's, yeah, you know, very and so, true. So it, it's a sacrifice, but not really a sacrifice because he knew, well, he even says, like, yeah. watch, out for, watch out for Appa until I get back. Right. So he fully yeah. expected to, you know, that's to, very true. And, and he even says, like, Still, hey, I can fight you guys like with my hands tied behind my back. Right. So very true. Very true. So, but um, it does so take maybe Aang hasn't really found his courage yet. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I would say kind of face value. It does take courage to kind of just like landing on his butt at the finish line and being like, ha ha. Yeah, I did it. Yeah. Um, and then I have two more. Yeah, let's hear. Um, so, um, Katara, the courage to follow her heart yeah. and her hope, along with Grand Grand. Let's be real, Grand Grand. You got to have a lot of courage to just be like, "All right, I think this is it. Um, you guys, you'll you'll be fine." Here, take some sleeping bags. Yeah. Um, um, but then Zuko, which is um, relating to the clip that I have chosen for this week. Okay. Um, yes, we will get to that. Like, we will get to that. But to just like keep going after the Avatar. Yeah. Um, and I don't know if that's like courage or if it's just gumption or if there's really a difference in this case. Yeah, I don't think there is. Yeah, I don't think there is really a difference. You know, like there's that that scene where Aang flies like off the thing, right? And Aang is all like, yeah, I'm free. And then Zuko out of nowhere is like, wah, right? Like with no safety net jumps after him. Right. Yeah, that, yeah, that I, I, I see is like, that's, that's courage, right? You know, you're, you're jumping without a safety net. Uh, I think too, I, I did write down Zuko. He's fully expecting to go and, and fight, you know, somebody who has mastered all four elements with just the basic forms, right? So he's walking into this battle, not realizing that Aang is quote, you're just a child, right? Um, so, you know, I think that that does take a, a certain amount of gumption, courage, uh, you know, especially, you know, he's been searching for years, right? Like, yeah, I, I, well, okay, hold on, put this on pause because we're going to talk about this after the clip. Okay, perfect, perfect. Don't don't let out all the juicy details just yet. Yes, okay, I will put that on pause. Awesome. Um, yeah, I have, uh, I have, I also have two more, if that's all right. Um, sure. Well, actually, uh, tech sort of three more. I'll start with the, uh, the, the little one. Um, so Sokka, um, he talks about like going out of his comfort zone, um, right? When, when Appa shows up 
uh, he's like, you really mm-hmm. like taking me out of my comfort zone, do you? Don't do you, right? And you know, I think that oh yeah, that does take a a lot of courage to you know step outside of what is normal and uh, safe for him. Um, yeah, so that was one. Uh, yeah, the other one. Uh, yeah, the other one is Grand Grand. You mentioned having hope. Yeah, hope can be a dangerous thing. Um, it can be incredibly powerful or incredibly like soul destroying if your hope gets shattered, right? So yeah, yeah. For for Grand Grand, putting like kind of all her chips into Ang and in the kids, right? Like you know mm-hmm. she's, you know she is sending away like the the main provider of the of her tribe, right? right. Um, and and it's like it, it kind of seems like a small thing, but I think Grand Grand has like wisdom that kind of goes with her years, right? Um, yeah. Yeah, so. Uh, and the last one, uh, I, just Katara waterbending at the end where she's fighting those soldiers, right? Um, this is where we actually see her in combat like the first time. And um, this kind of goes with the, the perseverance, right? So she like, she... <laughs> She tries to do like a, like a, I don't know, water whip or something and ends up freezing Sokka, you know, but then she turns around and puts her back to the enemy and like, you know, tries again. Yeah. I I love that. I love that scene. So. Yeah. Oh, I'm so glad you mentioned them. Yeah. And two out of the three were wise women. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Or eventually very wise women. Yeah. Yeah. Totally agree. can you think about how much Grand Grand Katara looks like Grand Grand? Oh yeah, totally. Yeah, uh, mm-hmm. yeah. In uh, in Cora, you're talking about, right? Yeah. Yeah, a hundred percent. It's yeah. So. Yeah, and it's it's so weird, like thinking about that, and then looking back at Katara's young face and Grand Grand's old face. I'm so proud of them. Now is the part of the episode where we are going to do our spiritual practice and uh, we are going to continue with Lectio Divina this week. Um, so uh, it's, we've, we've kind of turned it into a five-part um, spiritual practice this, this time around. Um, so step one is uh, we're going to watch a clip, a short little clip, and then we are going to say like what is literally happening uh, in this clip, kind of give it some context uh, to the kind of the the whole episode, um, and then we're going to move into step two. What is the allegorical or metaphorical meaning of the clip? Um, kind of asking ourselves some questions like: Are we reminded of other images, uh, other stories that we've seen or heard or read or whatever? Um, it could be even other things from later on in the the series. Step three is we are going to talk about a story from our life, kind of relating to that clip uh, and relating to those uh, remindings. Uh, then we're going to do a blessing. We're going we're gonna to do some blessings this time around. And then the last step is uh, we are going to, is the, the application, if you will. Uh, it's what is this episode calling us or asking us to do? So that is, uh, that's what we're going to do. So. Let's have a look at the clip. 
good news for the Fire Lord. The Fire Nation's greatest threat is just a little kid. That kid, Uncle, just did this. I won't underestimate him again. Dig the ship out and follow them. As soon as you're done with that. Yeah, step one. Uh, what is literally happening in this clip? Well, Ken, um, it appears that uh, Aang is escaping um, on Appa with Katara and Sokka. And then when Zuko tries to firebend at them, Aang's just like, just kind of bitch slaps them yeah. <laughs> with nice. air yeah. into the side of the glacier. And then it falls over and tragically uh, destroys Zuko's ship. Zuko's just totally uh, destroyed. Yeah. And uh, then he's like, all right, after them. And he notices that his soldiers are still like trying to clean <laughs> or um, trying to firebend the, yeah. uh, the, and melt the ice that the other soldiers are yeah. encased in. And then we see Zuko's brooding glare. <laughs> yes. Oh, I, yeah. His brooding glare. Yeah. That's like yes. the whole. Yeah, we, we see that like for the whole first season. That's all he does. Singular emotion. Yeah. So step two. Um, so what's the allegorical meaning of the clip? Are we reminded of any other images or stories? So there, uh, I, I like what Iroh says where he's like, uh, the Fire Nation's greatest threat is a, like a, a child, basically. Um, the The thing that kind of popped into my mind is like, well, and this doesn't really relate, but I was going to say that the, the thing that popped into my mind was uh, uh, maybe the threats in our life are like not what they appear to be, right? Sometimes we think threats mm -hmm. are like one thing, but it's actually like something else. Thoughts, ideas? What do you um, think? I, I also think about, oh, go ahead. No, I was going to say, what do you, what do you see as the allegorical meaning of the, the clip? So I'm actually, and I think that multiple times in the series, I will be like reminded, uh, like in every Zuko trying to capture Aang theme, I'm just thinking of Tom and Jerry. Oh yeah, and yeah, I'm just totally, thinking, totally. I'm just yeah. thinking of the inevitability of like Zuko's defeat. Yeah. Um, especially in this episode. I mean, he does get more advanced and there are, you know, as we will learn, some troubling times ahead for Aang, but he always ends up, you know, on the other side. Yeah. Oh. So, yeah. Um, yeah. I didn't even think yeah. of like the the Tom and Jerry or the the Wiley Coyote, right? You know. Yeah. Exactly. Never, it, it comes close, but never quite makes it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Exactly. And I feel like that is Zuko's angst. Oh yeah. That is, is Zuko's angst. Step three is to talk about a story from our life. Would you like to start or do you want me to start? Uh, why don't you go ahead? Okay, cool. I want to talk about Zuko and myself. Okay, so I think that this part just kind of really aligns with how I felt during my first college degree. I was horribly depressed and suicidal. And I kind of just landed on my ass at the finish line, to be honest, at college. You know, I had a really crappy GPA. 
um, and not much payoff since um, there's not much you can do with just a plain bachelor's in biology. Yep. Um, and I was also barely engaging in class, so I felt like a lot of that experience was just kind of wiped away for me. Um, so then eventually, um, kind of like how Zuko has to do, um, I had to pick myself up and decide for myself who I wanted to be. Um, and I will talk about more about how that relates to Zuko when we get to our blessing. Okay, excellent. Thank you for sharing. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know if I have a story from my life that kind of relates to this. Um, actually, yeah, I do. Um, the, yeah, you do. yeah, yeah, I do. I don't, I don't know. It's, uh, it, it's sort of, it sort of relates, but not really. Um, so there's a, when, uh, Aang is fighting on the deck, right? Iroh comes out and he's all like sleepy, right? Um, Mm-hmm. you know and he's kind of like what what have I missed and like I, I feel like there there's been definite times in my life where I've, I've missed that starting line and yeah I think I think one of those ones was um yeah like my again my my first degree kind of like you um I went through it and uh like I have a, a bachelor of religious education and I was a youth pastor for a little while and that really wasn't, I guess, my, my true calling, you know, kind of like you, kind of like you and kind of like Zuko, I ended up kind of flat on my ass going, okay, well, what do I do now? Right. And uh, yeah, just kind of like going sleepily through life uh, until I actually yeah. had to, to get real with life. Um, yeah. yeah. And, that's, and that's when, um, yeah, that's when I, I, I decided to, you know, go into teaching. And I I can't credit that decision really with myself. One of my, my mentors, he, he said to me, like, Ken, like, you're not going to be an educational assistant. That's what I was doing at the time. Um, You're not going to be one of those for the rest of your life. So it's time for you to like, figure out what you want to do and actually go and do it. Yeah. So that was, uh, yeah, that was that kind of like, you know, that was the the kick in the pants that I really, I really, really like that actually. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I think we all go through periods of sleepiness in our life. I mean, yeah. especially I think during this pandemic, a lot of us have just been like, well, I feel really, really limited in what I can do. And I think a lot of us have been kind of using this app, this, well, I know that a lot of people have been using the pandemic to like crush 5Ks or yeah. 10Ks or whatever it is, but there what, but the rest of us, <laughs> yeah, I, I'm not one of those. Inside, drinking a little bit more. Yeah. Um, spending a lot of time alone on the computer. Yeah. Um, my uh, my couch just, cushions uh, are trying to make it through yeah. the winter depression. Yeah, my my couch cushions are noticeably thinner now than they were at the start of the the pandemic. So. Right. <laughs> yeah. Um. So I mean. I, And I actually feel like I've been going through a period of like sleepiness lately, just in terms of my own self growth, you know, for like seven months, I was working at a psychiatric hospital with values I just did not align with. Um, Mm -hmm. And there was just a lot of abuse going on um, to the patients and between staff members. And it was just a really toxic environment. 
And I felt like I had to turn a part of myself off during the last months of it to make it through. And it felt like a total betrayal to myself. Um, and so I got a new job. Um, I really like the place where I work now. Might not be the end all. I mean, I'm sure it won't be the end all be all kind of job or anything like that. But the patients get surveyed every single day on their how their care is. Yeah. And they get surveyed at the end. That's more than I can say for um, anyone at the yeah. hospital. Yeah. It's, it's good for um, this season. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and we're in spring now, spring rebirth. Yeah. That's awesome. I love that. Step now, four. Step four, right? Yes. So, uh, Sherry, do you have uh, a blessing that you would like to, uh, to give? I do. And I'm going to give it to Zuko this episode. Zuzu. Um, and here's why. Um, so, Zuko, he's throughout the, these episodes, he's trying to reach his goal to its ugly end. You know, Zuko has been after the Avatar to regain his honor for years already. And this is his very first time actually encountering him. Um, and then he loses him and his ship is destroyed. And he, you know, is in an impossible situation. And what he doesn't know yet is that he's going to be playing this game of, like I said earlier, like Tom and Jerry with Aang yeah, for yeah. two seasons. Um, and to get up after each ever discouraging defeat. I think that's Zuko's courage. I think that's his resilience um, and gumption. It's that, that and perseverance. He up the courage. Yeah. And, and, and you know, someday he gathers up the courage to stay true to his own convictions and to look to himself for honor rather than his dad. That's excellent. So that is my blessing. Awesome. Um, my blessing is for uh, Grand Grand. Um, and the hope that she has in Avatar. Oh, yeah. 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 As I said earlier, hope can be like a really, hope is a dangerous thing, right? It can be incredibly powerful, uh, but it can also be incredibly damaging when the, the thing or, or idea that you're hoping in uh, doesn't come to fruition. So I, I think Grand Grand is, uh, it demonstrates hundred percent what uh, kind of that courage is and yeah yeah, Grand I, Grand is pure. yeah I, I yeah I really like Grand Grand and I want to uh, send this uh, this blessing out to anybody out there who is currently hoping in something or somebody um, to not give up hope um, yeah it, it can be the thing that's sustaining when it's uh, when when you know life seems really dark and discouraging so keep hoping Okay, step so, five. Uh, what yeah. is this episode calling us to do? I think for me to to stop being so sleepy, <laughs> as I said. Uh, me too. Yeah. Uh, to yeah, open my eyes to uh, the possibilities around me. As well, I, I I showed I showed you the little clip, but yeah, for anybody listening to this, I, I live in Northern Canada and Nunavut and it is a blizzard today. Like I, I can't see like a hundred feet down the road. It's, it's pretty awesome. I love blizzards. Um, and yeah, I hate on, to show you what's out my window. Yeah. It's probably vastly different. 
It is. Yeah. There's sunshine. That's awesome. And clear skies right now, which we have not enjoyed for this entire winter. Yeah, that's awesome. So, yeah. It so, is really nice to feel like a little bit of safety in the outdoors again. Yes, that's awesome. That's awesome. So, yeah, I don't know. When when it's a blizzard day, there it, it kind of seems like, you know, there's not much to do. Um I just need to get creative with my uh with my my times off. So, how about yourself? That's the spirit of human resilience. <laughs> you know, it's not perfect. I can't change it. How am I going to make it better for myself? Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Any any final thoughts? Um I love you Zuzu. It's going to be okay eventually, maybe. Yeah. No, I promise it will. Um, but uh, I think that's the end of our episode. I hope you've enjoyed this episode of Avatar and the Sacred Text. Join us next week as we take a look at episode three, the Southern Air Temple. And uh, we'll have a brand new theme. And uh, yeah, keep coming back. Play me oh, buddy. Play me oh. Awesome. All right. Bye. Bye.